everybody. Welcome to 12 Questions. Hello, hello. <laughs> uh, it's me, Anna Valenzuela, with Alex Young. Hello. And our guests today, how would you like to identify yourself? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Carlos Delgado, and this is the sound of my voice. <laughs> yeah, that's the real sound. <laughs> that is the real sound. Uh, and today, uh, this episode uh, definitely... Uh, you you are an inspiration to me. You're the couch Buddha. You uh, lived on my couch for thirty days while I was still recovering from surgery, and yeah. just and also in the middle of going through a self help book because yeah. my therapist basically was like, "Do this shit." Mm-hmm. How? Because here's what happened. I was on my way. I've had a weird year yeah, yeah. where I feel like I have to introduce myself to people now by saying, hi, my name's Anna and I'm not your mom. I'm not your mom. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm not going to fucking mom you. If you want me to mom you, I'm not your girl. I'm not wow. your girl. So um, I'm not the one. I'm not the one. I'm not the one. And I'm reverse I, Neo. I yeah. am not the one. That's right. So I had a... Um, I had a kind of a spirit. I had a spiritual awakening because what happens is you have multiple spiritual awakenings throughout your recovery, yeah. and um, it started with going to this therapist who was like, "I really want you to." Um, I could tell. I could tell by the look on her face she was going to tell me to go to Al-Anon. I was like, "Please don't make me go to Al-Anon," and she was like, um, "That's funny that you can see that." Yeah, I can. I can see. That's how. Was she telegraphing it? That she was saying, yeah. "Oh, uh, like oh, I get, oh, uh, I could see her mouth forming the words." But it, you better say Alabama. Al- you better say Alabama. Bitch, you bitch. better. You better. I'm not putting up with this shit. Al Jazeera, anything. Al Jazeera. Al Qaeda. Al Madrigal. Say anything, <laughs> anything than Al-Anon. Al-Anon. So. <laughs> So she said, um, she said, you know, I really need you. Uh, she goes, okay, fine. You don't have to go to an Alan Omni. Because I told her, I was like, please. I literally, I, I, for two sessions, I just barfed years of crazy onto her. And, um, and, I, and I basically just said, like, at the end, please don't make me go to Al-Anon. She said, fine, but you have to read this book. Mm-hmm. She pulls a book off her shelf. It's called Codependent No More. Um, uh, shots out to, uh, sh- shout out, shots out. Ooh, shots fired, shots out, whatever. Um, previous guest, J.F. Harris, had recommended like nine really great self-help books. Yeah. And, and shout out to J.F. Harris. He's my, he's my homeboy he's from your, New York. Who yeah. I, I met you through him. We met through yeah. J.F. Harris. J.F. Yeah. is just a gem of a person. Sweetheart. Yeah, we gotta have him back on. He's a delight. Mm. And, um... So he uh, recommended a lot of books and she was, my therapist, such a gangster. She was like, hold on, hold on. You're so busy. Here's what I'm going to do. Do you have an audible.com account? I said, no. She goes, great. The first book's free. And she sent it to me on my cell phone, like instantly. Like audio book. You, you audio book it. So I, I read the audio book and it's like, uh, it's Sponsor like. Sponsor us peeling my skin off like it's just it's uh it is uh it's a lot um i like the female narration there's a male and a female narration i like the female narration and i ended up um through therapy uh well, it was a couple a couple things i'm talking all about me but it's gonna get to carlos i swear my um (laughs) My, it's okay to talk about yourself, Anna. Your feelings you, Anna. are valid. Thank you. I got, here's what happened. I was taking I care you. of somebody professionally. I was for money. Oh yeah, that dude. Yeah. That, that dude, Crazy he was dude. kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. And I crashed my car, totaled it mm-hmm. on the way to picking him up from surgery. And my therapist was Oof. like, just, it was so clear. It was like drugs. She was like, do you have to die taking care of other people and not yourself? Mm-hmm. 
like, how bad does this have to get? You could have died. And mm. so um, I made a commitment to her that I was going to do the writing from Codependent No More while I was recovering from surgery. Yeah. Meanwhile, enter Carlos, oh. comes to stay at my house uh, while I'm going through all this stuff. And um, and a, a few things happened um, before my surgery and just after. I had a friend uh, decide that they have a, an issue with addiction, not decide, but come to a rock bottom where they have an issue with addiction after having some upheaval in his life. And he called me because he didn't feel like I gave him um, enough momming yeah. uh, around his hard time and just started just smashing on you just smash just yelling just Mm -hmm. smash and it was the clearest it was the first time in my life i said what are your expectations of me and do you think they're unrealistic i cannot meet your expectations and and then after my surgery a thing that happened. <laughs> Alex is like taking a deep breath. Because yeah, no, I know Alex, if he had you know known, he would have you... knifed this person. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I don't, but... Oh, yeah, but, oh, no, but, but anonymity. Like, I, I have a good feeling that they're probably a comic and just like an overbearing <laughs> cunt. I can't... Mm. Yeah, white, entitled He's, he's a delightful right? man. He's a delightful man. He's doing his best. Okay. He's doing his best. And we've well, sensed then like... he's uh, not doing his best because he's over there <laughs> fucking up on people. And like once he hits a freaking... Uh, obstacle in his course he's like oh i can run back here and get right now get 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 thicker skin you fucking idiot and stop inconveniencing people's lives i hate people that do that sorry that's just a pet peeve of mine i can't stand weak people well and i i it it, it's it is it It fucking bugs me i i I adore him as a person and if you're listening i love you and we've made amends to each other it's fine but It was this upheaval, and then it was the perfect thing that was such a God's will moment, because Mm -hmm. what happened is right after my surgery, um, there was a moment with- uh, You should pay for her medical bills, asshole. No, after Uh, my- I'm I'm sure we're probably friends and I respect you, whatever. The best, uh, it was- The the royal asshole. The royal, everybody has an asshole moment. I've had a hundred asshole moments, and so, so after my surgery, I have a moment with a family member where they- um, I'm literally, it's like two days after my surgery and I had just taken my first shower and there was this moment where she, she was really putting a lot of like emotional, she was asking me to take care of her emotionally mm-hmm. and it was the first time I sort of said like, I, this isn't about you. I really, you're here to help me right now. Mm-hmm. I need your help. Mm-hmm. And it, the book, Codependent No More, really like, um, rearrange that relationship like overnight. And if I hadn't had that argument with that guy, I wouldn't have been able to fully speak up and be yeah. like, what are your, first off, this isn't about you right now. I need your help. If you cannot help me, I need you to be honest because I have 25 comics I can call right now who can help me with this. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my Al-Anon sponsor laughed. She was like, oh, how cute. You thought your family of origin was going to be helpful in this situation. <laughs> She's a gangster. gangster. She's a gangster. Wow. And then, and then, like, so true. And, and like, I had, and then I had another thing with a friend. And then I had like my grandma. Same week was like, she was like, I'm, I'm literally wearing a girdle to keep like my guts in. Ugh. And my grandma's like, I, I really am mad that you're because I made the decision. I, I have to go home. I have to go home because I'm actually going to be able to take care of myself better at home. Yeah. And so, I, um. 
I make this decision. I tell my grandma and she becomes infuriated because she wanted me to move her furniture, help her. She had this whole plan of things that I was going to do to well, help okay. her once, once you while got I was recovering it. from right. surgery. Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, damn, and I had to tell you her. You can move the lighter things. Yeah. You start, I had to, I had start to, with the lighter, build up your strength. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I had to like stand up and like show her my stomach. I was like, I still have tape. I still have stitches. Your guts like, can I, come out anytime. My guts can come out. I, the Literally the one thing the doctor's told me to do is like not lift furniture like yeah. please yeah. let me They're take like, care of me you could do heroin before you lift furniture but yeah. exactly but that is not a thing I would have been able to do and also like all of those events yeah. would not have been able to deal with that if I hadn't gained the tools and started looking at the other side of my addiction coin which is yeah. like the codependency the, the, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and uh, the other day I got a I got a text from yeah. Carlos going what's that book what's the book that what's, changed your yeah, everything and And she sent me a link to audible and here we go did you have an audible he had an i have an audible he has an audible account you can get a free trial of the book for 30 Uh days sponsor us audible Uh, shout out to amazon (laughs) actually i'm on audible so uh you are i am on audible so you can if your book no, uh, my my comedy album. So oh, you okay. can, so Audible sponsor me through them. Give them money, motherfuckers. Yeah, hey. and everybody download download Carlos's uh, album. Oh, featuring for myself. Thank it's you great. so much. Yeah, it's very funny. But uh, the first five. So I get the link and I push play. And in the first five minutes, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Ten minutes later, I text Dana, all caps, I am codependent. <laughs> after after the first text, which was, an, like, I think 20 minutes before that, oh, yeah, he yeah. said, I don't think I'm a codependent, but my mom for sure is. And then, and then, and then I'm then, sure Anna was just like, I'm going to wait for it. And, and then, then yeah. 20 minutes later, all caps, I'm a codependent. <laughs> it was hereditary. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, it's a learned behavior. You get it from your family. It's a learned behavior. And ethnic families, we we spread it around thick. Of course. Oh my god. So I guess so. This is all pretty new for me. uh, But I'm uh, I'm a big boy. I'm brave enough to do the work. And I uh, the easiest way for me to handle this is to answer the questions that you guys presented to me. Let's do it. So whenever you're ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you Alex? Are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. He's so prepared. What a professional. Mm. See, I like everybody. Be a pro, people. (laughs) Be a pro. What? Okay. So how do you experience surrender? Okay, I have a moment, I have a true, and it's by myself, it's always private, where I uh, I just throw my hands up in the air, like, literally, and I'm like, all right, I'm done, fuck it. Like, I, uh, I hit a maximum um, quotient of grief and anxiety mm-hmm. uh, that I just, like, I know I can't, I can't handle anymore, and then I, I give up, and I'm like, all right, well, now I need to do something that's healthy for me. Yeah. So that's like, I guess that's how I define surrender, I suppose. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's like pri- private, never public. Never public. I'm not, I've, I've, I've kept my emotions hidden for a long time and suppressed for even longer. Yeah. So I, uh, it's always anything that I do that's a breakthrough or a downward spiral is always done in really in private. So my surrender is always in private. And Why do you think that is? Because I'm, I'm afraid that I won't be accepted. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that I'll lose relationships that I have. I'm afraid... Well, I don't want to bury the lead, but definitely I have. Uh, I, I just have. Uh, I today I realized that I've never felt lovable before. Mm. Like literally, like not like you cannot love me. I've never felt it. And in you're covering all your tracks. Everything, sense, everything yeah. is a cover of like of just a fear of that of you realizing that. Uh, so yeah, that's why twelve step people say that they love each other a lot. 
Yeah. I say it a lot to people. Yeah. And it's through telling people in my program, I love them and my friends that I love them that I was able to uh, consistently do it with my family. Yeah. Because I have a very, I, I, mm-hmm. whenever my mom, because I have a very strained but now starting to recover relationship with my mom, whenever she says, I love you, I used to recoil physically. Yeah. Physically, I couldn't, I couldn't hear it. Like, no, you don't, you know? And then over time, I started, like, now I'm, like, starting to be able to say I love you, too. Because I do. But just being able to accept that emotion, feel it, and then give it back Oof. is so hard for me. And That's uh, the true definition of bravery. Yo, when your mom says I love you and you get douche chills, and then being able to accept that. and Wait, th- you said douche chills? That's what I call, like, recoiling. I call it douche chills. You're that's like, oh. hilarious. I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> like, that's, you what, the, what the fuck is a douche chill? You just like? created, like, a whole new lexicon for that stuff. I love yeah. it. You get douche, douche chills. chills. You're just, it's like watching, it's like watching uh, a first-time open mic um, open micer open and close with an N-word bit. You're like, oh, ah! you know, I'm like, you get douche chills. You're like, no, I can't. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of douche chills. What happens when you put a surfer in the... In the woods, he's like, "Oh, bro, it's code." That is also <laughs> uh-huh. that is a douche chiller. Oh no, he chiller. would bring his cold weather wetsuit. Yeah, he would. Uh, yeah, it, only his tootsies and his hands would be cold. Ex- but well, then his top would be off. He's just wearing half of his wetsuit. Yeah, just maybe. Oh, yeah. Abs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've seen the app guy only, only by a campfire though. No, uh, yeah. yeah. As he's roasting marshmallows that are gluten free. I'm gonna be honest with you. That sounds nice. It does. Not it bad, does. right? <laughs> Shout out. Sounds like a lovely vacation. Shout out to that surfer. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. So that that's my, I guess that would be my my, my surrender. Yeah. Uh, I just hit a wall, an emotional wall where I can't, I, I can't, I, what I shut caused down. You, what caused you to ask me to send you the book? Was it? I Well, I decided that. So that day, I, I decided to professionally retire from drinking professionally because oh, oh well that well the New Year so like New Year's honestly it was, so New Year's honestly it, I didn't say I not since myself have I seen a Latino that drunk I mean, wow I'm gonna tell you there's certain parts of Brooklyn where if you mention my name they're gonna be like. Oh, Friday night? You mean Friday night? Friday night. Yeah. Friday night, Carlos? You yeah. Were so, the, the funniest part, though, because you weren't threatening in any way. Oh, no, you were no, just no. You were just the kind of loud where it made white people, nervous. White people yeah. so uncomfortable. It made them uncomfortable. It made, it made them, them real nervous. And then we were counting down, and so it was like, Ten and you would go not ten. Eight. Yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was or no, they go ten, ten, nine, nine, eight. eight. And then someone goes, "Shut up, Carlos!" <laughs> it was the, I'm counting in Mexican time. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then I put you. You in guys it. are late. <laughs> and then I put you. In, our time works harder. Uh, <laughs> And, and then I put you in an Uber, and the Uber calls, or a Lyft, pardon, and yeah. the Lyft calls me and says, uh, your friend got out. And I said, well, he belongs to the night now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my second album. He belongs to, to the, the night, night now. now. That's perfect. Can I tell, can I tell you yeah. uh, one thing I realized about mm. myself, uh, and i kind of known this the whole time, but uh, I've, I've, so I have very bad internalized social anxiety. I, very, I, I hate small talk. It's like every time I get into a lift, it's like my own personal 9-11 because like somebody, <laughs> somebody's like, hello, how are you? And I'm like, what? Like, please don't. Please then you have don't. a douche chill. Yeah. But like, yeah so like I, 
I mean, I, I'd rather jump out of a lift than have a small talk. So I guess when I'm that drunk, I literally will jump out of a lift. He probably asked me, how's your night? And I'm like, no! And I jump out of a car. I'm like, I can't! On the 101. On the 101. He told me he was like, yeah, I was just in an intersection. He said he had to go and he just got out of the car. That sounds, that sounds like me what I would what I would do not drunk in my head and be like I wish I could just jump out of this car right now yeah but fucking drunk Viking Delgado is like <laughs> now we leap into the night because death before intimacy <laughs> you know like I just fucking leap fuck it that's the name of your third album yeah. <laughs> hilarious well, we manage you now yeah. oh shit well I recently yeah. hired myself as my own client yeah. yeah yeah you have the most collaborative spirit and it's nice to hear you now embracing collaborating with yourself yeah 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 part of like uh i guess yeah i just hit a wall creatively i mean do you honest 100 percent honestly because and again i told you before we did yeah. this i was like i decided to be honest with myself and others and i had a, a panic attack when i decided to be honest because it's the first time right yeah you shake yeah i was shaking because i decided yeah. that i'm actually going to be honest right oh I uh, I had considered quitting stand up before we we did that audition Mike at Flappers. Whoa! And we went and did it, and I I got set of the night, and it <laughs> literally made me realize or remember like oh no I've been I'm good at stand up I've been doing it for a long time yeah and then I decided I can't let my shit get in the way of that again well and, th and that's why I asked you for the book. Uh, Thank, thank you. And I, that was such a good day because we went and we saw Conan. Oh, yeah. In we the saw morning. Conan, too. Damn. Yeah. And the goat. It was, yeah, no, it was amazing. And he, we both, I think we were both feeling very creatively free and yeah. comfortable around each other. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, when you go to see a TV taping, there's a lot of, you're, you're kind of forced, like you, you're forced, forced to be enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. And so we're we're playing with the forced enthusiasm, have, just making ourselves laugh. Yeah. And then the, we realize simultaneously that the warm-up guy is legit very funny. So hilarious. Okay. So funny. And, we, and, no, and nobody else was getting it except like us, yeah, us three comics that he, were there. He, reali he was doing very comedian-savvy things with the warm-up. Mm -hmm. And then he walked by us because we were the only people laughing at the comic jokes. Like uh. he, We were laughing at the back of the room jokes right, and he right. walked up to us looked at us both and went no yeah. and walked away he wasn't gonna mess with us <laughs> like, play, like play game like crowd work with us yeah right. because he knew we would like we, we were ringers we were ringers yeah. and then it was just a lovely interview we had a great time came home eight eight took, took naps, naps different rooms just Aww. were like you the kind of friends where I'm like hey bro I need a nap and I'm like I could take a nap and then we took naps and then went to flappers and basically what I let if you if wherever you live if Carlos Delgado is near you take him to a mic because you're going to have the most fun because you do listen to everybody's bits and you laugh. Yep. Wow. And you laugh. I love stand-up. We have disruptive laughs, we the do. two of us. So you mm -hmm. start laughing and then I start laughing yeah. and then you know we're it's we're a, making it, a scene. It's a, Again, it's a cacophony of symphony. Making white people uncomfortable. 100%. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. Because like if, I, if you really get me going, I sound like the beginning of any mariachi song. I'm like... <laughs> Yes. Yes. Like I'm like that. Dog. Yes. Good. We Grito need more fleek. people like that. But you're right. I listen to every set, good and bad, because yeah. I I genuinely love stand up comedy. 
I gen like the craft. I think I, it's important. I yeah. love it. I love. I watch. I love enjoying it. I love laughing. I'm. Al- I'm never looking to judge. I'm always want. I always want to be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. That's why I love magic too, dog. You see, Yo, you love magic. Ma- I hate magic. That's okay. Magic is because I don't like being lied to. That's true. Oh, shit. I don't like being lied well, to. Well, I do because I don't. I have low self esteem. Lie to me, baby. <laughs> Tell me you love me. I know you don't. Tell me so, what you want me to with hear. That in mind, what's been your most insane moment? like in your whole recovery journey uh well i guess so like i uh well this this codependency is is recovery is new to me because i just started brand new it's brand new so i started working it well since january 1st no like (laughs) this week oh nice i like this i like tracking the progress here's what i told anna these are feelings i've had for most of my adult life, I've just never found the words to express them. And I thought I was crazy. I thought it was just yeah. me feeling this. And then I read the book. I started listening to the book and I was like, oh, I'm codependent. These are my behaviors. This is how I react in every situation. Yeah. And I was like, got it. Right. But um, I'm a bad drinker. I can't drink. I, that's number one. And four. Like I have. I could write a book about the things I've done drinking. You know, I should have been dead multiple times. Like the craziest, I guess, was I was living in D.C. I was working on a TV show. And after the, every Thursday night taping, I'd get blackout drunk. And one night I, I got blackout drunk at the bar near my house, walk home, don't remember, blacked out, uh, get into bed. I lived in a basement room of the house. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember briefly my roommate from upstairs comes down. He's like, hey, there's a gas leak. And I, and I sit up prone. And I'm like, okay. And then he goes upstairs and I just go back to sleep. Holy shit. I wake up being carried by firefighters out of the house that found me already like an hour into a full gas leak. And they were like already like they put in the industrial fans into the house to blow out the gas. Everybody's standing outside. Like literally like officer and a gentleman, a giant firefighter was carrying me in his arms because I was passed out. And then like I came to and then uh, somebody, I guess one of like the marshals was like, you know, like, another hour, you would have been fucking dead, man. I was like, we were lucky we found you. Like your roommates told you that you there was a gas leak, They right? just told you? They didn't like, hey. I was, yeah. Well, th- that's the thing. Like also. Little, you little you motioned on, as if you were going to get up. I was going to get yeah. up, but I literally just, because I was so drunk that I just mm-hmm. fell back. And then I just fell asleep. And I was like, I probably would have died in my sleep. If wow. nobody, yeah, if That's it, crazy. Yeah. And like, so that's like that for me. Is the cra- probably one of the craziest things, but yeah, like I, I need to get this nap real quick. Before yeah, let me get it in real quick. I'm tired, man. I woke up like, damn, that gas was good though. That's yeah. good. <laughs> that, that shit is good though, right? Yeah, it gave me that REM sleep. I did. I got into, <laughs> I got into I got into Z waves in my, oh, in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Zeta waves in my brain. Dragon Ball Z waves. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. So I know. So I've. I, I I flirted with uh, not drinking for a little bit, and then when I turned thirty, I decided I'm like I'm, I'm retired. I don't I don't enjoy it anymore. I'm lucky I don't have a physical dependency to it or or anything yeah. like that. I just like like cigarettes. I smoked for five years and then I quit, and then I don't smoke. Okay. And, and so it's kind of same thing for that. Okay. So I guess that would be that. But codependency, this is a new journey for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you make decisions in your life? Oh, man, I, I real I'm I'm reactive. I'm so reactive. I don't think about things i just uh i make decisions based on defense not disappointing mm-hmm. um not failing yeah not letting myself be vulnerable yeah i just do everything to try to maintain uh some kind of 
mirage that I don't even know what it is, honestly. Just putting on battle gear. Yeah, I'm just putting on armor at all times. And so all my decisions have been based out of a reactive fear. Uh, I mean, sometimes that's good, though. Like, yeah. I'll take chances, you know, I'll, I'll move across country. I'll but for every fucking decision, it's, every, it's exhausting. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, for big decisions, it's a little exciting. But for, like, a Frappuccino. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? You can't like I've I'm anxious all the time, stressed all the time, depressed all the time because uh, I'm always reacting to everything that I do. I'm never taking the time to just think and then act. So uh, yeah. that's how I that's how I do all my decisions out of pure fear. Woo, that'll change. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, Contrary action. It's not, it's not everything, you know. Obviously, there's some things, but that's most of my decisions are like that. Crazy. All right. Well, that'll change as as you go further down the program. Uh, yeah, you'll have so you'll open up so much more energy for yourself. Yeah. And you'll be able to like yeah play chess instead of checkers with your with your energy with your time. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like I re- you know like everybody says that you know like you have as many hours in the day as Beyonce does. I'm like that is true, but is, she has handlers. She has handlers. Yeah. She has you know she's Jay Z. You know if I had she's Jay-Z also in my, Beyonce. She's also Beyonce, right? <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, I, I she have bae. she bae. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't, you know, just <laughs> <laughs> don't be sad. Don't compare Beyonce. yourself to Beyonce. Whoever Beyonce. came up with that saying, uh, stop it. Yeah. So, uh, but it's true though. we all, you know, we all have the same hours in the day. It just comes down to learning how to manage that time. Right. And I, you know, I had devoted too much time to just, uh, chilling alone, sad. Yeah. Crippling fear and anxiety is really time consuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. some crazy statistic that says that like spending uh, time by yourself too much, being alone is just as bad as smoking. I, there's no scientific research, obviously, but just the, the toll it takes on your health. The anxiety and then the, the, the toll on your, you're right, your heart and, and, and like all that. You shut down a, a certain part of your brain for a long time when you're just like alone alone and then next thing you know you step outside and you're with like one of those fucking people where like I'm just awkward I don't talk to people don't talk to me blah 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 yeah you forget how to be social and that is terrible because even the animals are social yeah except except the lone wolf and, st- yeah. and <laughs> snow leopards and snow yeah. leopards yeah yes. and, and, ma- and mountain lions and ma- the, well let's just be cats guys yeah <laughs> let's all just be cats I think There's- we are cats just operating human bodies Reverse Whoa. avatar? Reverse avatar. Whoa. Reverse avatar. Oh, Whoa. blue cats controlling flesh-colored humans. That's crazy. I'm a, I'm a tabby. <laughs> Let's sell that to James Cameron. What has been the most surprising thing you've learned about yourself? Oh, I, I, I mentioned that earlier. I literally wrote this down in my notebook today. I read it back to myself and started crying, which was, I've never... I love it. Thank you. I, Let's I, hear it. I've never... <laughs> I've never felt truly lovable, not even deserving. I don't believe that I can be loved, truly. Ooh. Yeah. That's why, I mean, honestly, at every single relationship that I've been in, I feel so bad. It's okay to feel bad about it. But yeah, I'm just it's okay saying, to feel bad. Well, I'm just feel saying, bad. I'm just like, I just didn't, they didn't stand a chance. Right. They didn't stand a chance because they, how could they love me if I wasn't loving myself? You know? Do you feel like you went out of That's your way to sabotage? Quote. Is it? Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. How, and oh, she shit. ends every show with like, how you gonna love yourself if you can't, or how you gonna love someone if you can't love yourself? Can I get an amen? Amen. And everybody goes amen, and it's great. Bring out my girl. Bring out my girl. <laughs> Bring out my girl. Bring out my girl. I, fuck it, I'm down with RuPaul because, like, yeah. I mean, before the podcast, I've been down with RuPaul, but I'm saying in general, like, yeah, I, 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 how, how could they have loved me if I, if they never had, they never stood a chance. I was never gonna let them get that close to me. Yeah. So uh, I realized that made me sad, but then I kind of got happy about it because I realized 
oh, that's true. That's this is a thing that I believe about myself. Now I know where to start. Yeah. Did you ever like sabotage relationships? Every single one. Like, oh, every dude, single one? it's I've left I've left a trail of blood behind me, and I you know, and I do. I felt bad. I've reached out to a lot of them. I'm friends with some of them at this point. Uh, I never did anything crazy. I never cheated. You yeah, know, I'm a fucking, I'm a gentleman. All right, you all know, right. I never, I never hit anybody or, or, I've never. I'm actually very, as a codependent, I'm very kind and giving and like the best. And then Bending one day, the and then one day, I feel like. I, I, I get angry because I feel like you're not returning yep. the love to Ooh. me that I'm giving to. Like, I'm literally sacrificing t- to give to you, and I don't feel fulfilled. In the, and they don't know that because I'm like saying it. Like, your resources are yeah, being depleted. And, and then I start victimizing myself by the end of the relationship. Ooh, That's when I break up sounds, with them. Sounds fucking mm-hmm. familiar to me. Yeah, it's the Eric Cartman triangle of drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys, I'm taking my ball. I'm going yeah. help. I'm going help. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Yeah. I'm a victim. I'm going help. I'm a victim. And I'm a persecutor. And I'm- it, I literally took a moment to think about every relationship I've been in. And I, it, it was just like, I it was like writing the same sentence over and over again. It's like, start off as the best person in the world, grow resentful, become a victim, break up with the person for no reason. And I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Good old tornado. Yay. Patterns. patterns. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, I found found that pattern. How how would you say your level of self-honesty is? (sighs) Now that you're like, I'm, you're committing to honesty. Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to say at this point, I'm 80% honest, 20% full of shit. Okay. Uh, I'm okay with that. You only, you only know what you, you only know what you know. You don't, and what you, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I know them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. I don't know what I don't know. Here's what I know. Is that I don't, you don't know. Is that I don't know. What's that? <laughs> no, sir. Uh, no, I, uh, All that I know is that I don't know. All that I know is that I don't what love know. Is. <laughs> love is. Love. We were jamming out last night. Uh, <clears throat> but here's the so the real answer, and all this is real, of course, but I'm just saying. Uh, I mostly I, I I do I'm I'm not usually honest with myself. I deny things. I go into denial. Or, like what? Or like I'll just be like, um, oh no, I'm not drinking too much. No, it's a you know it's a, uh, uh, oh no, this person's good for you. You know you can date this person even though she's a blackout drunk. You know you could do. That's what you need in your life. That's all right. You know or yeah. uh, or not. You know what? You, you, there's no. All these people are succeeding right now. In comedy, why? Why you don't have to try? Just wait. It's okay. You don't have to work. Just wait. You know, like that's not a. Yeah, the, the a comedy Central will call you. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I hope, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> but like that's you know, it's just these things where I'm just like, I just, um, I say things to myself that aren't true because I want to push myself down because I don't, I don't, I don't have good self esteem. Back into your comfort zone. Yeah. I pull. I. I pull myself so i tell lies to myself to to make myself i basically neg myself if i want to make myself feel like shit mm-hmm. and then the lies that i tell other people are i tell them things that i think they should hear because i don't want to make them upset or i don't want to make them angry or I, I just want them to feel happy or good and i'll lie to do that Ooh. and and like not big lies not like if i love you i'll say i love you like i'm right. not gonna lie about that but i'm just like little things like things that you're into i'll be like oh i'm into that too or like you know mm, like little I, white I, lies yeah 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 things like that and it's never crazy like i'm not like a, a what, 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 what's that what's that called the the, the, the compulsive compulsive liar yeah like who have like yeah. a whole second life or like that. yeah it's not like that but they mm. add up you're right yeah. little white lies do add up yeah and then you realize 
I'm they add up to big little lies, and then Alexander Skarsgård's there, and he starts beating on Nicole he Kidman. Starts beating on Nicole Kidman, yeah, and, and, and wins a Golden Globe for it. God, wins, right, won so the Golden Globe for that. So, such a good show. Oh yeah, it was, I think it was, it was everybody, with the exception of I think everybody acting on that show was acting to their highest level. I like Shailene Woodley in that show. Really, I felt I kind of felt like she was outmatched in a lot of scenes, especially mm-hmm. with Reese Witherspoon she, and Nicole Kidman. She was. I felt like she was keeping up. She was doing her best. Yes, that's she was what I doing her goddamn mm-hmm, best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid show. Mm-hmm. You, you, everybody should watch it. I didn't only f- six episodes. Only six yeah. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Same okay. director every single episode. I love those kind of shows where it's just one director. One throughout. It remains yeah. the. Yeah, yeah. It contains the vision of it, and it's yeah. so so fun to watch. You should only have different directors if you are doing an anthology show or if you're on the yeah. CW. That's it. If yeah. you're on the CW, yeah, because like yeah. for like all those shows like Arrow or The Flash, every episode's a different director. Oh, it's sure. like oh, so hard being pretty and throwing arrows, ah. Yeah, and it's that's like it. oh, this girl, <laughs> this girl doesn't like me, huh? Well, I better go kill this demon with my god sword. Yeah. You know what I heard? It's the and app. Th- and that's it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this? Ellipsis, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's oh right. my god. 12 ellipses. So where's the, okay, okay. So how do you how do you deal with fear and anxiety? Or what are your aspirations to deal with it differently? Um well like as I'm I, okay. So the one of the main reasons I've realized why I have anxiety a lot and why I have uh you know these fear fear and depression is because I never put my needs ahead of other people's needs. And uh, I need to express what I want. And I never do that. How dare you stand up for yourself, Carlos Delgado? I'm just saying, dog. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, that's it. It's like, I'm not passive. Like, if I don't like you and we start beefing, I'll tell you, go fuck yourself five ways to Sunday. That's not the issue, right? It's, It's just... It's when you like somebody. It's when you it's when like somebody. Yeah. You have yeah. an in, you're engaged in an intimate relationship, whether that's friendship or, or romantic or anything. whatever. Anything. Yeah. And anything. that's where it becomes really difficult. It's really easy to tell like an outsider who's being a dick, like, hey, bro, you're being a fucking dick. Yeah. yeah. But it's very difficult when it's somebody you love and you care about their opinion. Yeah. yeah. And so a lot of so a lot of a lot of my anxiety is just it just comes from because I don't know how to ask for what I want. Yeah, it's like, and, Mom, and, you cannot have the other half of my sandwich. You made this whole sandwich for me. Yeah. I want that sandwich. Yeah. Give me my torta. Give me my torta with yeah. kimchi. Kimchi <laughs> fo torta. Kimchi kim, kim sushi fo torta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely, I find that I struggled with that the most because I have abandonment stuff because my parents me both too. passed away. And so once it was like, I could surrender to that and be like, oh, I have abandonment stuff. Yeah. So oh, yeah. when somebody, like literally the other day, I had a friend. It was like a, we were hanging out with a couple of friends, and homeboy said, uh, "That's why we replaced you with this other person." Oh, and yeah. I was like, "I was like, hey, bro, that doesn't feel good. Like mm. this thing you just said doesn't feel good." I've never said that phrase in my life. Yeah, you don't. And yeah. I, you inspired me oh. when you told me that story. That's also part of the reason why I asked you for that book because I started thinking about that. She told me the story basically. Somebody said something shitty to her, and it's like you know how comics just joke around, but yeah. like sometimes it's just kind of like, hey man, they weren't kid. He wasn't. He wasn't. There's not. You're right. Yeah, and you he can was tell. Like kidding, but you he wasn't tell, kidding. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so and Anna stuck up for herself, and she was like, hey, look, I don't like what you said. That makes me feel bad, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized. I've never said that before. Wow. I've never yeah. like just been like even for little things. I'm just doing, taking all the hits. 
all the time, dog, like a tank. Well, because yeah. especially as comics, we have this like roasting culture, and mm-hmm. especially my friends, because we're all roasters. And me and, from New York, we all bust each other's. Balls yeah, bust some balls yeah. is a thing, yeah. and so, but there is there does cross a line, and that's why I am good at roasting. In my family, everybody roasts each other, yeah, and then it crosses a line, and then my mom and grandma are fighting and throwing things. Something at each got other. something got real. Something got real, mm-hmm. and so rather than getting to that point where like shit gets real it gets back to that like that that um patent special in annihilation where he says life is chaos be kind it's chaos mm. be kind it's chaos be, be kind. kind and so with those moments it, like if it, if someone does cross the line i'm being abusive to them if i don't tell them where my line is if i'm holding that resentment so i have to say like hey guys like this thing you just said didn't feel good yeah like i love you anyway i'm over it yeah. but like i'm just letting you know i don't know how to do that See that's well. I know how to literally. It's, just, it's easy as expressing yourself and then just accepting what yeah, the comes idea after of that. it's easy, right? But like just mm-hmm. implementing just, it is complicated. It's right. very complicated, especially for someone who is hasn't had the equipment to do that before. And I, I don't, mm. I don't, I don't know even know if I have the equipment. But I do know that like once you give me a thing, I have to. Once I'm aware of it, I have to act on it. I'm the same way too. Yeah, that's why it's aha moments for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. take on me, you know. So yeah, yeah. one of those moments you're like, hey, can huh? can we talk real quick? Like that's like that re- brings up nerves in myself. But I've been getting better at it lately since yeah. like the twelve step program where I can yeah. tell people like like passengers that'll hop in my car and I'm like, hey, no, I appreciate it if you didn't do that. That'd be nice. But old me would have been like, yeah, do whatever. Who sure. gives a damn? Take a shit on my dashboard. Take a shit please. on my, two shits on my dashboard, please. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And I'll clean it up right after four years. As long oh. as you give me those five stars. Now I'm just like, hey, don't, like, don't talk all loud in my car at me like that. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm, I'm right here. It's a, it's it's about it's about presenting a mutual respect. Yeah, and then yeah. Nip, nipping it in the bud from the get go. Yeah. See, I don't do that, man. When yeah. you, the bud, I put it in the ground and I water it. Yeah, with smart water. I don't di- I don't nip it. Spot. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So that's um. What What would you say are your most like? hard to deal with um like shortcomings or character defects whatever whatever it is that's sort of plaguing you Oop, and even before we get into that like I, hopefully that 80 can go up now from 80 and 20 yeah. to like maybe like 90 and 10 yeah a yeah, year from it, now or yeah i there's goals yeah. yeah i don't think anybody i don't think i think everybody should be 100 percent honest with themselves but i don't think you need to be 100 percent honest with the people around Ooh. That's what I was well, looking for. Because honestly, because, honestly without to, uh, keeping passion is brutality. So there are yeah. some times where like, you don't want to walk up to somebody and be like, yo, did you know you look awful? You can't be out here <laughs> savaging people yes. because that's that's mean. That's you know, different. Right, yeah. and you, you have tact. You know, you, 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 know, you, you abstain. If the truth, if you know the truth is going to hurt somebody, but it's not your responsibility. But like, yeah, it's social I, acumen. It's social acumen, but f- with yourself, yeah. You, you, I, I, I hope you, you should be a hundred percent honest with yourself. And yeah. so, I'm, that's that's my goal. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was the question before? We yes, well, like, what are what are some things you'd like to change about yourself that you tr- struggle with changing? Other than the whole, because you just started dipping your toe into the whole codependency, like that whole, you know. And in case you're confused about codependency, whatever, we've been talking a lot about this, if you're confused about the term, because it really does make people uncomfortable, I would say, first out, look look for anything Melody Beattie's written, because yeah. she's, she's got it nailed down. Yeah. But one of, the thing, one of the ways I describe it to people is it's an addiction to relationships mm. that yeah. Yeah. requires me to behave in ways that are contrary to um, my self-care. Yes. And... It also 
makes me behave in ways towards others that are manipulative, harmful. Yeah. Um, and not, not even in bad ways. You can, you can be a kind manipulator. Yeah. You can literally love someone to death. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. smother a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I definitely, I definitely shoot, uh, was it, uh, bazookas at mosquitoes. Yeah. You know, I definitely go too out of my way to sacrifice. Cause I, my, I saw my mom do it. She still does it. Yeah, like I want to get, a, does it, I yeah. want to get a copy of this book in Spanish and shove it in my mother's hands and be like, dad was a drunk. You know, the truth read this book. Yeah, and just be like, let's just get it together, man. Maybe do one of these. Like, hey, mom, I just read this book and I really liked it, and yeah. I got you the here. I got you the the book if you're interested. Yeah, is nah. she a book on tape person? She's a she's a nothing person. She's you know uh, just reads the Bible. Just reads the Bible mostly and okay. watches uh, Spanish news. Lie to her, tell her it's about Jesus or about a statue that's crying. I'm a tell. <laughs> You should take the cover of a Bible and put it on codependent no more. And she'd be like, oh, this is the word. You know what? I misrepresented her, to be honest with you. She's not a fucking Bible thumper. She's a hard worker. She's a hard worker. And so she's she's like, books? I got to make empanadas. You know, like that. She's got shit to do. Yeah, Yeah. like she's definitely old school Catholic, but she's not like a a Christian. Yeah. uh, yeah. So I I would just give her the book and I'd be like, here, just I want to do that. It might be one of those things where as you change, because what I found is this information, again, when I got clean and I started to work the steps, my relationships with my family members and my friends changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I found when I got this new information is that my relationship with my family members and my friends are changing. They're still actively changing. And so as you guys keep working on, as you keep working on you, Mm -hmm. that's the example that'll probably, probably help her the most. I I think so. Attraction rather than promotion, yo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, That, oh man. Yes, because here's the thing. I, I kind of realized, so things that I want to change about myself. Yeah. Uh, well, I lost 15 pounds recently. I'm, hey. I just, thank you. I just changed, you I changed my relationship with food. So I, I was overeating and I was being comforting. And so I, I, mm-hmm. I know I used to be a vegan. I was beautiful, Anna. You were beautiful. You saw that picture, I right? I saw that picture. I used to be vegan. I used to be uh, completely sober. Uh, well, just my, I never had any issues except alcohol. So I just didn't drink. And uh, You're going to have to send that picture for when we release this episode. I have. I'll send it to you. It's I, have, I have a before and after. So, yeah. So And I was, I was gorgeous. And the reason I stopped being a vegan was was uh uh after two years i went to get a physical i was i was beautiful and the doctor <laughs> i was like oh wow everything looks good everything looks great and uh so your cholesterol is uh it's very low and i was like yeah that's good right that's what that's what cheerios are for right he's like mm-hmm. no, no no your good cholesterol is is, uh, is very low do you eat meat or eggs or anything i was like no i'm vegan he's like okay look think of good cholesterol as oil for your engine mm-hmm. if you're low on oil what happens to your engine and I was like, I'm not a fucking mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm a comedian, not I'm a, a comedian. I- I'm offended. Yeah. And he's like, uh, you should uh, start eating eggs or take supplements. And I kind of freaked out. Mm. Uh, and I just, uh, I literally. You grabbed the steak. I bought so maybe all Avo the lacks- bacon. <laughs> think, think of, I'm, Man of I'm not joking. Yeah. Think of the most bacon you can eat. Double it. I emptied out the store. And wow. I made a lot of bacon for a week. Oh, this man's so what on a mission. about what about if you were like avo lacto vegetarian? Not that I'm trying to fix I am. it for you. I am. Oh, okay. I am. That's what I am now. Okay. There yeah, you go. Avo lacto. I well, I don't like milk too much because it gives me the runs. But I eat eggs. Avo is eggs. Uh, and vegetarian is vegetarian. Lacto is milk. Avo is eggs. Is oh, that like Latin for it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Like ovulation. Ah. Eggs. 
Yeah. Uh, yes. We're learning things today here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I have very niche intelligence. I'm fantastic. There's like very thin slices that I'm a master of and everything else I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. A car. A, a car? <laughs> I thought it worked by his spell, magician. <laughs> isn't well, is it, isn't it the Jetsons? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, so I'm changing, I'm changing myself physically again because that makes me happy and uh, uh, I'm... The things that I'm changing myself is I'm starting to, you know, accept my own feelings and work these activities for codependency recovery because that's helping me with my substance abuse issues because then I just don't want to do that anymore. Like, I, I, I don't I don't go out every night. I'm not, you know, that kind of drinker. I'm a binge drinker. So yeah. like, it'll be two months and then one weekend I will make the news, you know, mm-hmm. or, or like or like this past summer. It was very bad. I was like eating Xanax and drinking vodka every night just to like not feel uh, after my most recent breakup, which was the culmination of my codependency. It was like, ah, it was like the masterpiece. It was like textbook codependency from the start to the end. It was Cartman's Triangle. Like I, I was writing down everything and shocking myself with every single thing that I realized was true. Just letting the night take ownership of you oh, again, bitch. over and over. Every time, man. And I, I and it was so. Th- so the things that are that I'm changing myself is I'm just accepting myself. That's the biggest change I'm making. Yeah. Is that I'm like it's okay for me to be me. I'm accepting that I'm a, I'm a curvaceous, beautiful Latin boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, after I drop a couple of lbs after eating some veggies. Oh, shit. Back on watch the scene. out, dog! I'm, watch out! Watch out! You, you heard of Pitbull? Yeah, you heard, you heard about Pitbull? Oh, I know about yeah, Pitbull. You, you know, you know, you know about Pitbull? I fucks heavy with Pitbull. They call me a bulldog. Oh shit! Hey. Hey. Watch out! The Ecuadorian bulldog is out on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're adorable. Uh, thank you so much. What? How do you experience forgiveness? Or are you there yet? For- it's okay if you're not there. Forgiveness? yet. Forgiveness? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I haven't learned to forgive myself yet. You get that. So once I do, it's so hard. It's very difficult because I feel very guilty all the time about everything, but I, especially about the things that I realize that I've done. Uh, but forgiveness, I forgive other people. I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't forgive people. I hold on to it so deep, mm. and I don't do anything. I don't become bitter, but I I never let it go. Yeah, I never let it go. It just stays rent. It, it, it just you know stays rent free in my brain. Mm-hmm. I don't. Latinos hold grudges. Yeah, I, it really yeah. like I just so. Learning to forgive, I need to start. I didn't think, I didn't want to make it about race, but I didn't think until I started doing the Brouhaha podcast. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things we talked about is like, is this my family or everyone? And we all realized like grudges. Like, grudges, man. Like 30, oh. 40 years never speak to each it, other. It's grudges. one of our favorite pastimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that bitch? No. No. So, what? what <laughs> so, oh, yeah, we got family enemies. Mm-hmm. We have old school family enemies. If there's certain places that I go in Ecuador and if they hear my last name, I have to get into a machete fight. Jesus. Because it's just like, your family did this to my family. Romeo and Juliet style. Yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Capulets and, and the. Uh, I'm just imagining. And the Leguizamos. As, as John, John Leguizamo. <laughs> the Capulets and the Leguizamos. He was, okay, that, movie is, that movie's bananas, but I do have to say, John Leguizamo in that movie is a masterpiece. 100%. He's a masterpiece. 100%. He's amazing. He's hilarious. He's a master. Uh, 
It's the Capulets and the Leguizamos, We gotta live with that in our hearts now. We do. This is a free podcast. This is free. This is a free podcast. But you can donate. You can donate to their podcast. Please throw some money at us. We're broke. We we gotta get Alex off the road. We gotta get Alex off the road. Please help me, Jesus. Let's get this this boy a rent stabilized apartment. That's one more Asian off the road that you can feel good about. That's right. It ain't about race. Until oh it is. Until, Until it is. It is. <laughs> uh, so I guess the so the first thing I'm going to try to do is learn how to forgive myself. And the second thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the people that I don't speak to. Ooh. And I'm going to reach out. Fantastic. Do that with the guidance of a therapist or sponsor, yeah. please. Oh, no, no. I love you. I'm, that I'm, gets mm. tricky. Oh, no, no. I don't want to destroy myself. I, <laughs> yeah. have a, I have a therapist in, um, in Hell, Brooklyn I'm going yeah. back to. Hell yeah. And I'm going to ask him and be like, look, this is the, I'm going to give him a manila envelope. Be like, that's the profile of the person. And I'm contacting. That's your target. That's how, oh shit! How do I do this? Oh shit! And because I'm, I'm so that's yeah. part part of it is mm-hmm. is is learning how to forgive myself. So I'm gonna reach out to. It's not that many. It's just like a couple of people that I don't speak to, and I'm just like, look, this is these are the issues that I'm working through, and I just want you to know that I'm sorry if I hurt you. I was hurting myself, and you were a casualty in the wake of my bazooka fire, and I, I want you to know that I don't hate you or hold anything against you, and. You know, I hope that we can speak sometime. God damn, that throws and, everyone for a loop. Doesn't it? Because yes. I had somebody, I had one person do that to me. It was a long time ago. It was a girl I used to see. And I was like, fuck, that's a yeah. lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, here's here's the thing, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip the immense question because you're not there yet. Oh, yeah. But I do... I know that uh, Alex and I have a lot of experience with it. And so I'm going to, we'll give you, we'll give you some unsolicited advice if you want it. Yeah. The trick is when you're making amends is to not engage in the behavior anymore because it's not an empty apology. Yeah. When you're like, I acknowledge the behavior. Yeah. I'm not going to engage in it anymore. And then you don't. And sometimes there's a way to make amends without contacting the person because contacting them may cause them more harm there's, so you there's make a, living a mess oh yeah there's a couple of people there's there's a couple of people that I know that's gonna happen and I'm not going to do that what I am gonna do is change myself so I don't do that to other people ever again yeah cause I really hurt two people's feelings very badly yeah and uh you know I'll care you know that's that's on me but I gotta learn how to forgive myself for it cause I was not okay when I did that yeah yeah yeah, I've had to pull back from a lot of those. I spoke to my sponsor about certain amends. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, make these, these, not, not these. Yeah. Those are, and those are the ones yeah, that he's I really, like, yeah, and even like the ones that I really, really did not want to make, he was like, no, you need to double down on those. Oh, wow. And then I was like, all right. Then I made the amends. Person reacted the way I imagined them to, told me to go fuck myself. Yeah. And didn't like the way I worded my apology, which was, again reading too much into text messages he wouldn't answer my calls he yeah. wouldn't like I, I sent a couple text messages and then finally i went to facebook messenger i'm like hey a week later yeah. and i you know just said exactly what i was going to say it was with all the good intentions but he decided to decipher the words put different meanings assigned what, whatever spin they assigning put. a narrative was yeah. my big one of my biggest defects like i think i know where everything is moving and how everything's i think i'm fucking neo in this bitch you know you think you another see another matrix you, name you think you see yeah. the code yeah meanwhile we're all cypher we're all eating the steaks absolutely we're all in the matrix i absolutely. see that hey girl with the red dress i see you mm-hmm. <laughs> what's up ma yeah you know but i know what you're saying and can i get a taste you know like that mm, mm, so i 
but after going through that and him telling me to go fuck myself, yeah. I chose not to engage. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, thank you. You learned to disengage. Because you're powerless over how the amends is received. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the other thing is you can't try to fix. After that, it's like, well, if they receive it, like, well, you can die in a fire. Then you can, you're like, <laughs> You're like, Kill oh, with fire. okay, you don't throw yourself in a fire, but you just kind of go, okay, I, I did my part. I know I can't make amends until I learn how to detach, and I haven't learned how to do that yet. Dude, I, I detachment know. is not, do you remember this quote? Detachment is not a punishment. It's not a punishment. It's, it's you, yeah, I yeah. can't remember the next side of it, but it's just, it's a loving act for it's yourself a loving, and the other person. Detachment can be done in love, but if it has to, it can be done in anger too. Oh, yeah. That's and, what that's what the, the book said. And the beauty of the end result of all that is that you'll keep your side of the street clean. Yeah. You can yeah. truly say like, hey, I did my best. And yeah. you truly did your best. Well, because I'm just looking for peace of mind. Yeah. You know, right. And that's, that's what, what it gives you. That's what it gives you. I haven't had peace of mind since 96, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's a heavy year. When you were born, you were I like, was a boy. man, fuck 90, these 97 for me. I'm yeah. not even joking. 96, yeah. right, or, 96 or, is the year. I, I know I, I wrapped it out, but 96 is the year everything fell apart for me. Yeah. As a boy. I was just a boy. I was just, just or actually just 90, a boy. 98 for me. That was uh, 98. Because I was, so my dad died in, no, 99. Why am I crazy? My dad died in 99 and I always tell people the grief can vote. Like that's uh, how long it's been around. It's an adult now. I want to grieve wow. like it's nineteen ninety-nine. Keep your side of the street clean. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun. Sign us. So okay. So Sponsors. uh <laughs> So uh what do you what are your aspirations for like your daily self care? Like what do you what do you want to do to maintain this? So I'm right. So I uh, I'm getting a therapist again. Yeah, I'm getting my therapist. Like, like the one I had before. Shout out to you, but you're word dork. Uh, the is is on is is writing down. I'm, I got a journal. So writing down uh, every time I feel an emotion or suppress it because that's my thing. I, I suppress my emotions a lot. I, I mute them. Uh, I try not to feel. So I I'm just trying right now to categorize my emotions. So every day I have a notebook and I just write down: Am I mad, sad, glad, or scared? Perfect. And why? Wow, and that's just that's literally ground zero. That's all I can do, and I'm that is a hundred percent more than yesterday. Yeah, and it's free, and it's free. Yeah, and that's all I can do. Uh, like today, I had a I had that anxiety because I I told myself and I I was honest with myself and I was like today I, for this podcast and for mm-hmm. after, you know hopefully every day afterwards I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with myself and the people around me and I fucking had anxiety, I physical. Yeah, and I, and I wrote that down. I was like, okay, being honest makes me scared. Boom, that's it. Yeah. Every day, easy. And Just you can, racking, even, you can even do that in like private and public now. Now that you're strong enough to like face those situations, you can mm-hmm. talk about it in public with people. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like re- be a recluse. Well, that that's also yeah. right, right? Because now. The only reason I'm doing this as well is because uh, I I'm so afraid to just be outside with people because I don't know how to be like if I don't have the person to take care of or the problem in my life who am I I don't know. But now we know all your secrets. Now you know it. I'm and I'm dun dun dun. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, can't, I love it. Yeah, I can't go through Jersey. I'm illegal there, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got warrants. I'm putting it what out the there. Fuck? I can't go to Jersey. I can't what? drive. Don't worry. That's another podcast. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Get him on the Bruhuaha podcast. I, 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 know, the I, I told you, I, I, used, I have stories of my drinking days where, motherfucker, I was a boy adventurer. Give us one of the stories. Right now? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to tell you about uh, 
the night I got my DUI. The night I got my DUI, uh, I only got one. I was at a bar in Newark, New Jersey, right near the Harrison Bridge. I was with uh, three friends of mine. We were drinking Four Horsemen. You guys know what Four Horsemen is? No. Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's All four liquors mixed in one. Oh, my God. I remember those. Because oh. in, in Jersey. Like a Long Island iced tea, but, but more offensive. Just, just pure liquor. But like hot it's, snow it's ice. It's Jack. Jameson, Jose Cuervo, and another, another all the J's, all the J's, and Jim okay. Bean, yeah. all in a glass. And okay. then we were just slamming those. And at the time, I was driving. A, a, oh no, not Jim Jaeger. Jaeger, it's Jaeger. Oh God, I remember those. And we were just oh gross, slamming Jaeger? back it's to the back. The only thing I never liked. Yeah, it's... back to back. And uh, I was driving at the time a uh, four door blue Ford Focus five speed manual. Shout out to Ooh, you, blue. Manuals. That's the blue Beetle. I miss that bitch. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, so I got so we were I was completely drunk, close to blackout. We all leave the bar. My friend uh, Lefty, he was just like, "Hey, everybody, we're gonna walk to my house. It's a couple blocks away. We can all crash there. Nobody can drive." And then in the moment that they all looked away, I ran into the night. <laughs> I've heard this story. Tag he was a man of the. He belongs to the night now. I'm I'm drunk Latino Batman. Yeah, you yeah. really you so really like, become I, the night because when you look back. I'm gone. You threw your Mexican because flag you over your run. face like you're, Batman. Here's the thing: I'm faster than I you look, don't dog. walk when you're drunk. You don't walk. I run. You get on your tiptoes and run like an autistic child. I do. It's pretty bad. He, he's like pitching forward and running. And I had to. Ch- do you remember me chasing you no, down the street? Nothing. Yeah, like Mio, Mio, come back, Mio, come back. Yeah, and that's you... not the thing to tell me because I'm still rebuilding my relationship with my mom. Sorry, Ooh, you didn't know true. that. I'm not your mom. Exactly. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a prime grade USDA certified callback. I didn't even finish the story. That's how good that callback. No, that was so. Please finish the story. It was a good callback. I uh, I run around the block, and then they are gone. And then I get into my car, and then I pull out, and I'm everything's okay. Skirt, skirt. I go up over the bridge into. Harrison, New Jersey, and Bergen County, one of the most racist cities in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I blow out my stick because you can't shift when you're drunk. No. Uh. I hop the curb and I knock over a stop sign. And then I, my car won't go anymore because I blew out the clutch. And so then I remember getting out of the car and then I sat on the hood because I knew exactly where I was. If you're from New Jersey, I was uh, I knocked over the stop sign in front of the quick check right by Harrison, the end, uh, the beginning of 280 West. If you know where that is, you know, also know that it's two blocks away from the police station in Harrison, New Jersey. So by mm. the time that I sat down in my car, seven cop cars swarmed me already. Jesus. So here's the thing. The next morning, they called my mom. Ugh, I feel bad, but the next morning, they were like, you were the most polite drunk. You really are. We have There's nothing offensive ever. about you when you're here. They didn't cuff me. Wow. They sat me on the bench next to the cop who arrested me, gave me a sandwich, and they're like, you're all right. I was just like, Brr. they're like, you're okay. And, and then in the next day, and then, so the cop was just like. Uh, you're still getting DUI. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I remember uh, my mom picked me up. I was sober by then. Uh, and the cop was talking to my mom, but I was translating for it, obviously. And uh, uh, she was like, uh, yeah, your son, he's going to have to go to court. You should get a lawyer. You know, it's not that bad, but he's, he's so polite. He's very nice. He, like he's, this shouldn't have happened. Right. And my mom's like, I shouldn't have happened. It, 
should have happened. Yeah. I've been drunk mm-hmm. driving for That's years. Consequences. It's consequences. Consequences. Yeah, at least you only heard a stop sign. Jeez. I only heard a stop sign. Thank God. Yeah. You know, and uh, and so that's like one of the and oh, and then I represented myself in court for my own DUI. What? Larry. Oh, you told me this story. It's this a bit. It's off my album. It's a true hilarious. story. Yeah, I'm wow. not gonna do it. Don't do it because nah. doing it. Buy yeah, the fucking burn. album yeah, if you're having do. fun with this podcast. Buy the album. Featuring for myself. So, featuring yeah. for myself. So, uh, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. So I know that the w- in the book that we were both reading and codependent no more she's a 12-step person so she talks freely about god yes big g god yes uh what's your uh what's your relationship with your higher power like or what would you like it to be i decided today Ooh. oh mm-hmm. I, I did because i thought about it i was having such a hard time thinking about it i was having a hard time accepting it and being like that's not i don't want to give up to that i don't want you know like uh i know things are bad because i have this rosary my mom gave me because i'm not I, i'm a recovering catholic mm-hmm. like, I, don't, I don't subscribe Right, I don't subscribe anymore, but like when th- I know things are really bad for me emotionally, when I grab that crucifix and kiss it, that's when Ooh. I know things are bad. Ooh. And that that happened maybe a day before I asked you for that book. Whoa. I was in a bad place. Yeah. Aww. I grabbed it and I kissed that rosary cuz I don't believe in it, but I believe my mom believes in it. Yes. So it's kind of like subcontracting my faith a little bit. Yeah. You know? You can you can uh you can borrow other people's faith. But that's what like I, a thing that happens in 12 step programs. Yeah. It's like you have trouble believing believe that I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. true, but I decided my higher power is the Kukui. The Kukui. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. El Kukui. Here's why. Okay? It's the boogeyman, right? It's the boogie it's the, it's the Hispanic boogeyman, El Cuco, Kukui. They have Kukui in El Salvador? Uh, I don't know. I'm from Ecuador. I knew that. Yeah. I always do that. I can it's you. L. How dare it's you? It's L. It's the E at the beginning. It's the L. Yeah. Ecuador. Think of it. Ecuador is Spanish for equator. The country of Ecuador is on the equator. Thank we're you. N- we're not a creative people. Anyways. Mm. It's, the cu- it's, it's Vanessa. I can feel I know. Yeah, I yeah. Love you. We're twins. I'm sorry. It's all good. Shout out to <laughs> Vanessa. Uh, it's the Kukui because... So... If I'm really anxious and in a bad place, I have a high anxiety and I have trouble sleeping. And if I just stare into the darkness, I start to freak out and think that there's a boogeyman there. And for me, that's like the, the boogeyman showing up and being like, you're overthinking everything. You're not in a good place. You don't belong here. Get out of here because I'm scary. And I'm just like, all right. And then when I'm starting to work on myself, the Kukui's not there, but I know he's there waiting. But like, what if, what if, what if God was loving? No, he is loving. He's God. loving. Kukui? He's a loving. Kukui. I'm not afraid of Kukui. If oh. I see him, I know that I'm fucking up. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. if I don't see him, I know he's happy because he's like, no, no, good. You're not supposed to see me, but I'm mm-hmm. here. In case you start to slip, in case you start to not take care of yourself, I'll mm-hmm. show up and I'll remind you. When you come back to LA in like six months to a year, mm-hmm. let's have this conversation again because I want to see how that's changed. The Kukui? Yeah. Okay. I have a feeling it'll change. I'm not afraid of it. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to judge it. Yeah. I'm not judging it, but yeah. what if what if you had something that showed up when you were doing well? <sighs> What's the opposite of the Kukui? Hmm. Yo, Diablo. No, that's no, no, okay, that's, no, that's no, his father. Okay, that's, they're right, hanging right, out. Right, yeah. Um, it's a great question. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have to figure it out. But for now, I think whatever that is, I have to. I just have to think about it. Like yeah. when I'm when I'm when I'm really happy, which is not often, but when I'm truly happy, like true happiness, you know, you'll find it. What what's make what do I feel and what is making me feel that way? Like Carlin yeah. used to worship the sun, right? Yeah, that's a real tangible thing. Yeah, never judges. You know, yeah. that's true. 
I don't know. I'm still in my dark place. So for now, my higher power is uh, the. Spanish boogeyman, okay. but hopefully Latino, Latino boogeyman, Latino boogeyman, Ecuadorian boogeyman. boogeyman. But who's to say God can evolve as we evolve too? Hey. High five! Oh my God, that's oh, 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 oh. Okay, so what would you tell somebody just like you in your position right now? What would you? What do you want to give away on this podcast? <sighs> Listen, you are not crazy. <laughs> You're not. It's okay. Uh, Forgive yourself and just read this book, please. Just read yeah, this book. Just read, just read this book and know that you're not wrong and you're not crazy. Your feelings are not wrong and they're not crazy. Yeah. You, I love you. Well, that gets us, okay, hold on to that. Hold on to that. Okay. Hold on to that. A little assist there. I That's like a it. little, I love it. Uh, where can people find you, Carlos? So you can find me across all the internets at Ceviche Poppy. That is at Ceviche Poppy. C- Spell it out for the white people. C-E-V-I-C-H-E-P-A-P-E. Or I, I'm sorry, Poppy at the end. Spell that again for the listeners. C-E-V-I-C-H-E-P-A-P-I. Ceviche Poppy, you know the face, you know the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the internet, uh, my website, uh, comedydelgado.com. And your album. Featuring for myself, available on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, and all the things. And Audible. And Audible as well. Sponsor us. And <laughs> Alex? You can find me everywhere at Dapper Duong, D-A-P-P-E-R-D-U-O-N-G. You know, it's uh, <laughs> someone's got to do it. I'm just repping for my Asian brothers in these streets. Shout out to the Asians. Smashing and crashing. Uh, you can find me at, at Anna V is fun. That's A-N-N-A-V is fun. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at my website, AnnaBalanzuela.com, where you can get show dates and other podcast information. Check me out on Brouhaha. And uh, Alex, if nobody's told you today, man, I love you. Oh, I love you too, Anna. And Carlos, if nobody's told you this today, I love you. I love you love too, you, Anna. Anna. And, I love you too, brother. And if you're listening today um, and nobody's told you, we all love you. Love you, homie. Okay, bye. Te amo. We did it. Okay. Alex, are you...